0: Welcome to Sports Cash, a space to discuss sports and money. I'm your host, KD.
1: And this is your host, Vlad, Mr. ESPN.
0: All right, Cash Crew, we are back. We Welcome back for another
1: week. Welcome back, Vlad. How you feeling? I'm good, we're good. Got a good topic to get into today. Yes, sir. Definitely have a lot of things to cover bases on.
0: All right, let's just jump right into it. I have some headlines. Um, One thing that really stood out to me over the past week, we have news out of Denver, a mile-high country. A lot of people mile-high in Denver. Anyway, uh, (laughs) mile-high country (laughs) out of the Broncos, man. There was a suspension. Um, And this one is actually close to to me specifically because I actually um, was able to meet this guy, A.J. Bouye. Was announced to be suspended for six games over PEDs. For those of you who don't know, PEDs are uh, performance enhancing drugs, and they are obviously not permitted in the game. And if they're detected in your system at any point, you will be handed out a stiff penalty. And this one, this one is tough. Six games. the The thing that really is tough about this is that it's four games left in the season, which means he's going to miss. Two Games from next season, as well, that is a long, long time to be out,
1: yeah. So, for sure. And then you don't even know what the money is looking like next year. Yeah. Um, if the NFL put you know all the salaries on escrow, so yeah, he might be losing you know that stiff penalty. I think it's what two, three million dollars.
0: Yeah, he was on the books this season for 13 million. He's gonna be missing out on three million over those six. Well, over four games, and then next season we'll see. But he's def- definitely gonna be losing out on three million. Um, this that's one was. Would you say that's a steep? It really, it really is steep because four games. It's not like the NBA where you have you know. Well, this season is seventy two games, but it's not like you have eighty two games to be able to make that up every week. In the NFL, you know, it's you really scrapping to get yours. So this one was really tough, even tougher when you hear about the circumstances. So it was reported that he actually was lied to by a medical professional. And this was something when I saw it and started digging into it a little bit more that I was able to get. You know, that, first of all, we never really talked about this. We haven't talked about people getting suspended, mm-hmm. how much money they lose when they get suspended. Obviously, when you do get suspended, you're suspended without pay, so you lose all that money. But also, if it's if it's bad enough, you might lose sponsorship as well. Thankfully, this is not one of those situations. This is actually something really frustrating. It was reported that of course, he uh, saw a medical medical professional that he trusted and was lied to about what kind of medicine that he was being provided with and it was similar to um, there were two cornerbacks out of the Texans William Fuller and um, Roby I forget his first name I think Brandon Roby. Um, Checked on that. I'm not sure what his first name is. But they both got a six-game suspension for something similar. Going to someone, not knowing what it is. I'm telling you, man. You to do you, your
1: research. Even with these doctors, you got to know what you're you put in your to. body. You, you have to. You to do your research. You can't just take these medications and think you're all right. Especially when you're playing this very strict league. Um, anything to throw these tests off, um, they, they will see it. They will yeah. definitely... Um, you know, pull you to the side and let you know, you know, it's not allowed in this league. So um, I know these athletes, they trust these doctors thinking, you know, they're looking out for them. But you still got to do your research because these doctors are really for the teams. They're for the owners. And they they
0: always say, you know, you have to know how much or what you're putting into your body. It's not enough to have someone who's a medical professional, the list of PEDs that are, are not allowed it's long. is long and it's ever-changing. It may be something on there this year, and then two years later it's not on there because it's recognized as something that doesn't give a competitive edge. So you really have to know your your things, and that's why privatized chefs, privatized medical, It's it's hit or miss sometimes because some of those guys it'd be Junebug, you know, it'd be your cousin or whatever. And they don't necessarily check to know what what PEDs are not allowed or know what what kind of things they can put together that you can actually consume. So it's a tough situation all around. I suspect there will be legal action taken from all three guys, not just AJ Bouye, but um, it's just a tough situation all around. Being able to um, see these guys practice, I was able to um, be around A.J. Bouye. I was able to be around, oh, I'm forgetting his name right now. Brent, Brendan Trawick of the Ravens, formerly of the Ravens. I'm not sure if he got picked up. Um, but um, random shout-out to the to the trainer, O.D. O.D. is, is the trainer who trained them yes, and trained. Best, um, best
1: trainer at ATL right yes, now. Yes, sir. Oliver Davis,
0: so out, out of a Atlanta. DB, and, definitely,
1: um, you know definitely get in contact with him if you want to get to the lead. If you're a defensive back. Absolutely, he's elite. Right.
0: He's elite, best in the country. But being able to see these guys in person, man, is it, uh, phenomenal. I'll never forget Kenny Moore from the Colts was there. Yep. Kendall Vildor from the Bears, yep, um, who bought out this weekend. Bouye, yep, bought out this this past um, game that I just played today, and um, uh, Bouye was there, I believe. Um, Elio St. Louis, who is my wife's cousin, who's trying to get on at Coastal Carolina, was there. And just being in that atmosphere, seeing guys, Smoke Monday um, from Auburn, you know, just so many guys. And you wonder, for me, of course, because we do this podcast, you know me, I'm thinking about the money. I'm thinking about how, first of all, the kids are being taken care of in college football, but then. Why when they get to the league, it's so difficult to find good personal finance managers, good medical professionals that won't take care, won't take advantage of you. Because so, the
1: kids not going to class, they don't know these things. That's true. I mean, they're they're the ball, they, that's for sure. I mean, and their trust factor is very slim. I mean, you got to understand a lot of these kids came from environments where trust is very slim picking. So, mm-hmm. you know, when they finally see somebody with money or somebody that actually coming out. To reach out for help and it doesn't look like they want to get their money they're probably more trustworthy with that person not knowing on the back end the effects of it yeah so absolutely um, this happens a lot you know? it's definitely something you know going to practice
0: after practice i mean we i was there you know two or three times a week since may uh all up until now it, it slowed down a little bit but all, all the way up until now but Definitely conversations do come up and when we talk about how much college students are being paid or lack thereof, you know, the question that we pose upon this entire, what we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about college football, should students be paid and then how much? We're going to go into some of the numbers, how much college coaches, college football coaches are being paid um, and how much it, it these will games really are generating man, it's gonna blow your mind. So definitely we want to jump into college football, how the college football playoff works and some of the the dollars and things that goes into that.
1: For sure, for sure. Um, but so technically what a week from now we have selection Sunday, which will be for those that don't know how college football works. selection Sunday is basically where the um, college committee picks the top teams. Who's eligible for bowl games and who gets the seating. But before we get into that, we gotta know who's who's the top dog this year. So what we like to say, Heisman Watch. Um this year we got five candidates. Um, of course you um one of the one of the five is my favorite. But we're not gonna be biased today. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> but we got our five candidates for our Heisman Watch. Um we got Mac Jones from Alabama, um thirty-three 3,300 yards, 27 touchdowns, 3 touchdowns, I mean, 3 interceptions. Alabama's 10-0 right now. Um, we also got Kyle Trask from Florida, um, 3,700 yards, 39 touchdowns, 5 interceptions, and in Florida's sitting at currently 8-2 and two right now. Then we got Devontae Smith, who's a beast. I've seen yeah. a couple of clips of him Gosh playing. Um, 1,300 receiving yards, 17 touchdowns, um, 1 punt return, actually. And then um, one rushing touchdown. So 17 total touchdowns, but 15 receiving. And Alabama, of course, we all know, at 10 and 0. And then we got one of the biggest, I guess, stars in college football who's actually taking a hit right now because of him catching COVID, but Mr. Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. um, from Cartersville, Georgia.
0: Sunshine.
1: <laughs> Don't he look like Sunshine? He does look like Sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> um 2400 yards, 20 touchdowns, three interceptions and Clemson sitting at 9 and 1. And then we have Ian Book from Notre Dame um which is actually Ian Book. Ian Book, I'm sorry. <laughs> um which Notre Dame is back on the clock, I mean back on the radar now. You know, I, Notre Dame been down and not talked about for quite some time now and they look like they're back, but 2300 yards, 15 touchdowns, two interceptions and Notre Dame at 10 and 0. And then to me the guy that should have won the Heisman last year. Yeah, but man. also back on the hit um Heisman watch again, my guy, Justin Fields from the Ohio State University. Right
0: from around the week. Yes, God sir.
1: County. Actually, uh he used to play against my high school. He was he played at the rival high school of my high school. So, um right up the street. Um, fourteen hundred yards. 15 touchdowns, three interceptions, but unfortunately because of the conference he plays in, he only has played six games so far. And Ohio State is currently five and zero right now. So, um, out of those guys, who, who's who, obviously you obviously you guys know my favorite pick. Um, my pick out of the these guys are is Justin Field. But who do you think is going to take the Heisman this year?
0: Ah, that's a good question. Um, I don't know for but. That that loss that um that Clemson had, I think took maybe Trevor, I think it took Trevor Lawrence out of it, and it's tough for me to give Justin Fields any kind of look when you're only five and zero. It's a wacky season. I, I'm gonna think um, Mac Jones probably him or Devontae Smith. And that would be different if Devonte Smith would take it because not receivers. You, yeah, you, you know, rece- receivers. You. Like, we've seen it. it. We've seen it happen before. We
1: have. It, this has been years. I mean, quarterbacks have dominated the Heisman for the past decade now, mm-hmm. um, probably even longer. But if you are going to give the Heisman to a Alabama player, I would say yeah, give it to Devonte. I, I can't give it to Mac Jones. To me, Alabama don't produce Heisman quarterbacks. They don't produce NFL quarterbacks. They're a running back and defensive team. Um, the receivers makes the quarterbacks at Alabama We've seen mm-hmm. it over time with Ruggs, Judy, Julio Now Devontae Smith and a lot of other receivers Those receivers made yeah. those qu- quarterbacks So um, I'll give it Devontae Smith But 5-0, and 6-0, I mean, let's be honest Even if the Big Ten has started on time Ohio State will be 10-0 and right now Yeah so
0: then it would be clear cut. that Clear
1: Fields. cut. I mean, Justin Fields, he still has great numbers with within five games. So we'll see. I know the committee is going to cheat us again. Uh I mean, but is it really a cheat
0: when you're it's five? A cheat. 0, you know? It's a cheat. It's not his
1: fault. The conference started late, but it, it is what it is. And he got, and, and, and he got snubbed last year. Mm. They owe it to him, but Hey, you know, sorry, Justin, you're not getting it. Today. <laughs> know, but speak of how state, um, So, apparently, because them playing a short season, um, they're even predicting, should they even be eligible for the playoffs this year? Um, In my opinion, I think they should. Not because they're my team, but you can't penalize a team that, you know, has no control over when the conference starts and, obviously, this pandemic we're going through. Um, I think they should let them in. If they're undefeated throughout the rest of the season, which there's about, what, two more games? Um... Let them in. Undefeated is undefeated. I don't care if it's two and oh, three and oh, four and oh, or ten and oh, undefeated is undefeated.
0: Yeah, I don't know if again, same thing as the Heisman, I don't think they'll make it in but um there had to be some kind of conversation be- before they agreed to play that if they don't have a certain amount of games that they wouldn't be considered. So uh if 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 you see that there's a big outroar that they don't make it, then that means they weren't there was no conversation in what minimum amount of games need to be played because, you know, although we're in a pandemic, college football had a bit of a head start on a lot of other leagues in terms of how to go about this. There should have been a minimum amount of games to be played. But that's true. when you have all these conferences making decisions that don't have anything to do with the NCAA and what they want to do, then you get this. You get teams that just didn't compete outside of their conference, and it's a shame. Um Justin Fields is in what, his, his sophomore year? Junior. Oh, he's a junior. So I don't think he's coming back. This is no, it. <laughs> this it. is it for him. So that's that's tough. You do want to be able to see them in the postseason and see what they can do. I but... mean,
1: they're ranked number three right now. So what you want to tell a number three team, you can't make the playoffs because you yeah, didn't play enough games? You might well, as well not rank me at all.
0: It, it's it's going to come down to, you know, who's going to be outraged um, when they're done they can let them in and and a lot of other teams are going to be outraged. I can tell you for um we're talking about non-power 5, a team like a Coastal Carolina that's 11 and 0 right now. And they'll say, "Oh, they only played Tomato cans, they're non-power 5." Not I seem to remember a goal line stand against BYU that was ranked inside the top 10. That's legit. Yeah, and and true. they're they're stomping everybody in their in their conference. So team like that would would be really mad even if they don't make the top you know college football playoff but they're number 9 right now they could be number 8 if they were to tell Ohio State you know you can't you can't participate but who knows i think Ohio State is just like any other program um like a Kentucky in basketball like a Duke in basketball they're football royalty and You always want to see those teams play in the postseason. So So
1: if they're not eligible, obviously the top five teams right now is Alabama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Clemson, and Texas A&M. Take Ohio State out of that. Who do you put in? And out of that five, who do you think wins it all?
0: Well, uh, it's like when Brady was at you know in in the Patriots. You just don't go against uh, Alabama. Alabama just has so much talent in the way Devontae Smith is playing. He literally, when he wants to slow down is when (laughs) he slows down. There's no one touching that guy. Did you see the text or was it a snap? Jerry, Jerry by, by the way... His last name is Judy. Okay, we're we're Haitian here. We're going to mm-hmm. tell you. Let me give you a little bit of culture here on this Sunday. His last name is Judy. If you were to ask him, he would tell you. It's not Judy. It's not J-U-D-Y. But, you know, I, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Jerry Judy was sent, sent him um, a snap saying, you got to run it up on LSU. Like, I know you've been averaging about 200. I'm going to need three. And he really dropped that in three quarters. <laughs> the boy is bad. It's ridiculous. Was bad. And the crazy thing about Alabama to me is that...
1: Last Jones, year they had the, they had three studs. Yeah, they did. And they now did. it's like they read up. I mean, not three studs, but it's like Devontae Smith wouldn't have talked about like that because of how many studs they had last year. Now he's, he's like, he's taking over this year, mm-hmm. which is crazy.
0: It's a system. It's a system. It, it's crazy because uh, I was watching... You know, watching Tua play and um, watching all these guys from Alabama. um, Specifically, watching Jalen Hurts and thinking, like, he played for Nick Saban. That was his best coach. It's all downhill from here. (laughs) You don't get better than Nick Saban. I don't care if it's the NFL or not. Like, Doug Peterson is not half the coach that Nick Saban is. So, you know, but... He still led them to a win today, but that's an, you know that's for, for, another, for another day. <laughs> for another day, but um, yeah, I I, I can't go against um
1: Alabama. Man. I agree. I think Tuesday. Alabama will take it this year, even though I don't want them to. Um, but if they do put my team in there, obviously I'm I'm taking out state all the mm-hmm. way. Um, I'll, especially I'll... we we came very short one pass away against Clemson Clemson last year. This redemption season, yes, people sir, count us to... out. People say we don't deserve it because of our conference. Mm-hmm. People saying Justin Fields is nice, but he's not Heisman material yet. People saying Alabama is the powerhouse this year. I think this year is going to be to prove everybody wrong.
0: And I will uh, and bet Justin Fields 100 will be juice boxes on that.
1: Hey, that's fine with me. <laughs> if we make it in, if they put us eligible, I'm, I'm putting put my money on it. Hey, hey, I'll take your money all day long. <laughs> <laughs> but since we're about... A week to 10 days away. Um, one of the best times of the year for a lot of sports people, which is college football playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, Big very, 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 very exciting time. A lot of money is going to be generated. Um, a lot of great football is going to be played. But, you know, one of the biggest stipulations that have been going on for, I guess, since college football started is obviously the money. Mm-hmm which I know um, a lot of people might not know, the money behind college football, not alone just the game, but especially the playoffs and these bowl games, is very, 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 very astonishing. Um, So let's get into that a little bit. Um,
0: If you don't mind, I know it's not in our notes here, but there's one thing I forgot to mention. Starting from the beginning, like when, when when college football teams first play their first opponent, You'll have an Alabama versus, you know, little deaf blind sisters of the poor uh, <laughs> state out of out of Michigan. And people, I think a lot of people always ask me about that. Like, wh- why is that? The first game is always some tomato can. Well, they pay those schools to come play them. It's yeah. a
1: schedule. And it's also a momentum builder. Um, you know, you it's like homecoming week. You know, you don't, you want to pay the the SARS team in your division or conference on homecoming because you want that win. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing as oh, it's it's like opening day or, you know, um, the first game of the season, you know, you just everybody's excited and it's a new season. So you want to come out with a bang. So it's like, hey, maybe put fifty on your head. Yeah. How much you want for that hundred grand, here you go. Yeah. You know, well like,
0: actually it's more like a million up. A million and up that goes to the school.
1: Absolutely. So it's like, you know, that's and that's also for the big teams to get to start saying, okay, who's the Heisman people this year? Mm-hmm. The early, very, very early predictions. My um, favorite
0: part of that is when there's an upset. So you paid them; they came and whooped your yes, ass and take your money. <laughs> They're gonna take your money and like rest in peace to Debo. But
1: damn, <laughs> like you got Debo for real. Facts, facts, <laughs> facts. But um, it's it's yeah, it's a it's a lot of money. Um, that these big, you know, Alabama, Ohio State, um, Oklahoma, these type of teams, they pay big money. Very, very big money. But they also make a lot of money. That's true. Um, these are teams that usually are year in and year out in these big games. Um, most of the big games that most everybody know the Rose Bowl, Orange Bowl, Fiesta, Peach, Cotton, Sugar Bowl, and of course the National Championship. Um, a lot of people don't know is every time... These bowl games are played every year And these teams are going to these um, bowl games Um, Whoever is the last four teams standing So that I believe that will be the national championship No, not national championship, I'm sorry That will be the Rose, Cotton, Sugar, and I believe Orange Bowl Is the final four bowl games Um, Six million dollars goes to the conference It's a lot of money So I don't know if you know our listeners have ever been. You know we're, we've been fortunate. We've been to a, a, a few nice college campuses: LSU, Clemson. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever been on their campus, but Auburn. These, we went to Auburn, Auburn too. These 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 stadiums are nothing to look down on, and I some mean. of them look better than NFL stadiums. These these campuses,
0: specifically LSU. Oh we my goodness, it's ridiculous!
1: I mean LSU is. Is it it sits, it sits more than people it sits more people than the bins, right yeah
0: and and it's not even touching Clemson Clemson you know I mean, so they're...
1: it is crazy and then the campus is top tier yep so there's a lot of money fun um getting funneled to these schools for these wins um but what's really crazy is how much the coaches make yeah <laughs> So, I was
0: the kid back in the day that would look up coaches' salaries. Like That's what I was doing with my time when I was 14, 15 years old.
1: So the craziest thing, um, all our listeners listen very, very closely, right? And this might upset some people. This might steer some people the wrong way. But this also might be an eye-opener for you guys. So let's take last year's national championship winner, LSU Tigers. Joe um, Burrow's. Obviously, he goes, wins the Heisman. Um, LSU goes 12-0. and 0. Joe Burrow ended up the number one pick. I don't think he should have been. I don't think LSU should have won, but hey, that's just my opinion. However, last year was a big payday for LSU. Not just LSU. LSU's a head coach.
0: Coach Ogeron.
1: Listen I'm to the stat line, you. listeners. For the 12 regular season wins that LSU got, the coach got paid 500,000 for winning the SEC championship game. He got another 200,000 for LSU playing in the college football semifinals. He got 250,000 in addition. These are all additions. Okay. And then playing in the national championship game is 150,000. And the cherry on top for beating Trevor Lawrence in Clemson, he got 500000 Man. And they over here tripping about Odell giving two grand <laughs> yeah. to some of the players for winning a national championship game. Yeah. Because it was caught on camera.
0: It, it, it's it's a shit show, to be honest. Because the NCAA is trying to grasp onto any little thing uh, in the in, in the NBA, they have that one and done rule, but they have, you know, NFL and college football is a little bit different where they stay for three years. But um, they they really squeeze. If the players were oranges, they'd be squeezed dry because the NCAA just knows how to get every single dollar. I'm talking about jersey sales without anything going to the students,
1: all of that. So they make their money for sure. I mean, that's 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 a fact. I I just don't understand. You know, if I'm a Justin Fields off, if I'm a Trevor Lawrence, if I'm a Devontae, um, how can you tell me? Let, let let's let's cut it to the chase, right? Most of America is coming to see them. Mm-hmm. We ain't seen. We ain't coming to see the coach, right? Devontae's pulling up the touchdowns. Trevor and Justin throwing these touchdowns their jerseys again sold, not your polo shirt. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not saying, you know, pay Trevor, Justin, and Devontae two million dollars. But if I'm winning you probably the biggest game of the season, a nice little hundred K would be nice. Hmm. That's a lot of money. Uh but but is it really because we're saying 100K, and the coach got the lowest pay he got last year was 150, and that's just for making the national championship game. Forget mm-hmm. if he even won, which he actually won. So, 100K, now who's getting that 100K? Now, I think that's going to be the biggest dilemma because then you have to have tiers, right? Um, but you have tiers in the pros, too, because obviously we all know the quarterback is the highest paid person on. All NFL teams or most of the NFL teams. And also, your production on the field determines your pay. I think that should be the same way in college, you know. If you're not on the Heisman watch, you don't get the same tier as somebody on the Heisman watch. And then if you win the Heisman, you know, you might get a bonus. Um, if you're on the team that makes the college playoffs, you get a bonus. Yeah. You know, I think that should be a flat... Um, you know, this is a flat pay for all college football athletes. Because obviously, you know, if you go to Bama versus like Missouri, Alabama generates probably ten X what Missouri generates. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I would say, you know, flat flat pay, and I know the NCAA can afford it, say, Hey, look, whatever the median salary is for a worker in America right now, let's say it's thirty grand. Everybody gets thirty grand. Kicker, punter, quarterback, everybody. However, your production is like incentives. Whatever you produce on the field, that'll be your bonus. So if you're a receiver that gets a thousand yard seasons and twenty touchdowns, okay, bonus. If you're a quarterback that wins the Heisman, throws for thirty touchdowns, three, four, five hundred I mean three, four, five thousand yards, bonus. If you make, you know, the college football playoffs, you make the national championship, bonus. But your salary for the year is thirty thousand dollars until you get to lead.
0: Yeah, I think I think people sometimes get this misconstrued because they think the students aren't getting paid at all. And that is can't be further from the truth. The students do receive stipends. They do. It just depends on which conference you are you're in. And then it depends on unfortunately it depends on your gender because if you're playing women's sports it's not gonna be anywhere near Absolutely. Where men's sports is. And then what sports you play. If you're playing football, you're going to be able to get a higher stipend. And um, to be honest, personally, I think that's where it's going to stay. They may up the stipends a little bit. But once you get into tiers and you get into, you know, who deserves this, who deserves that, like who then becomes the the governing force of that, you know. So I think with... Um, with college sports, I think it'll stay there. It'll just be uh that they get paid a little bit more, depending on what the laws of the land is, but I think giving everyone a stipend. But here's the problem then. If everyone's gonna get a stipend, what about those sports that don't bring it bring any money in? Right? You're in don't the kids South? still have to eat. No yeah, kids I, still I, got I bills know that. To pay. I'm just saying for those programs like an uh Alabama football, um, basketball's an afterthought. Don't even get me started about golf. And then you have all the women's sports as well. So are we saying that football, which is making the lion's share, they're making 80%. And that's across the country. We know that. For sure. They're making 80% of the budget for, say, like the athletic directors looking at their budget. 80% is being generated by by football. I'm throwing that number out there, but I think it's a safe guess to say 80%, right? So then you're telling me that football has to pay for... You know, yes. women's golf. Yes, it's know. the
1: same reason why us nine-to-five workers, our taxes have to pay for other things for other people. Our tax dollars pay teachers. Our tax, our tax dollars pay for these roads and traffic lights. It's the same thing.
0: Yeah, here's the difference, though. The is just going to say, cut it. Forget golf.
1: You can't do that. Yeah,
0: yes, you can. You can do it N- all the
1: time. Because the NCAA won't allow that. Yeah, but the, AC- the NCAA does this all the time. Yeah, if you lose your... Credentials. No no no. no but they're not just That's going, not
0: how it works. If you don't have money to support the program, they shut it down. It just happened the other day. There, okay, there was but a, what, a program oh, that so they had a great season the year before and they didn't have enough money. They shut the program down.
1: So that just means you're at a school that just have a funding problem. But if you're a big school like Alabama and Clemson and stuff, you're fun you have nowhere near bro. you got people that fun that go to the league every year. Mhm. So What what these alumni checks are looking like? Come on, are you serious? It's just not
0: going to happen, man. It's not. It's not going to be something that happens. Um, California, California did came up with it. I want to say California. um, They some legislation. legislation Yeah, they tried. Um, It's still in the works. But I just I don't see America being so individualistic. Um, I don't see them going for what they would call, and by they I mean the American public in general. My money that I put into this garden to make it grow. I agree. You're trying to come to me who don't have a garden and you don't you don't have anything at all. You're trying to say that you want some of my tomatoes. That's not American. It's it's like they're gonna say no. I'm not sharing shit with you. You're just gonna get your shit cut, su- you know, shut but down. But it's
1: the same thing like in regular society. It's like us paying for Obamacare. Mm-hmm. I have insurance, right? Why should my hard earned dollars be able to afford? For your government, you know, plans. Yeah, it's the same thing, and that's why I say you should have tiers. If Alabama is saying, "Hey, the football team is bringing eighty percent of the revenue in," fine. So that means football gets a higher tier of pay. Maybe not thirty thousand per player, maybe fifty, but everybody else gets thirty. It is, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But somebody has to get something. I'm not saying it has to be fair. As far as, and the reason I say fair, I'm just, I was referring to football players in general. Mm-hmm. I'm not referring to all sports. Obviously, all sports are not going to get the same pay because, like you said, first of all, golf is maybe what, five people, five to eight people on the team compared to a football that's 52 to 53. You know, you, you can't compare that. But you should have tiers of base pay, just like you have tiers of base pay in corporate America. You have tiers of base pay there. Football, hey, you, you know, if your school is a football school, then the football players get a higher tier of pay. If your school is a basketball school, right, like your Duke of North Carolina, then the basketball program gets a higher tier of pay. But that doesn't mean the star player of the basketball team get paid more than everybody on the team. No. It's still base pay for everybody. Now, there's incentives if you... Outperform, yes, mm-hmm. but it's the same thing. Same way if you outperform in golf. Same way if you outperform, and swimming. You know, there's a incentive for that, but there should be a base pay for everybody. And I think that should be a fair.
0: Yeah, yeah, I de- I definitely agree with that. I'm just, I know, I, I'm, but then again, I'm a, I'm, I look at the NCAA with a cynical eye because they have a history of screwing all these young athletes over, and I don't think that changes because last time I checked. That board of directors still old and white. Uh so they that's not going to change anytime soon and and they just don't have to. It's not legislated law and so they don't have to and they won't. There's not no 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 amount of opining from players, no amount of threats from the players saying that they won't play if this you know in NCA I want to say there's there's been plenty of athletes that have said this is not worth it for me to get hurt here and then not be able to. Well, then you can't. You still can't go. You say you're a freshman. You still can't go to the league for
1: another two years. But that's just foot. That's just football. Yeah, t- football is t- the the one that has it's the it's most the, b- attention. Yeah, it's, but it's the biggest powerhouse. I think the biggest change and the change, the thing to happen to bring change is this. Like you said, maybe not a freshman do it, but. Let's say a Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields this year who are both juniors say, you know what? I'm tired of this. Clemson, I'm not taking a step until we figure something out. What you willing to lose? We might go 1-9 without me. You might lose that bonus of making the playoffs. You might lose the chance of winning a national championship. Are you willing to risk all that? Maybe so. Maybe maybe you are for a year because I'll be gone next year. I'm going to the league anyway. Mm-hmm. But it will start a trend for the big and that's what same thing in the NFL, same thing in the NBA, it's gonna have to be the same thing in college. The big stars is gonna have to start. You can't have your four string receiver saying, Well, you know I ain't gonna show up to practice because I ain't getting paid. <laughs> Them like alright bro, cut next. <laughs> we recruited next year anyway. No, it has to be a star. And I think the best is the best example we had was last year with Chase Young. When he got suspended for those two games, he lost the Heisman of it mm-hmm. because of it, because he got money, which he ended up giving back because he wanted his family to be at the game for the Rose Bowl. Yeah. The year before. Stupid. Stupid.
0: So dumb. And I think one of the biggest things that uh we leave out that I think to be honest is the deciding factor. Because the NCAA knows, come on, man, these kids are getting paid, okay? Yeah.
1: The ones that aren't as good, maybe not. But
0: these kids are getting paid. They ain't showing the table. up to
1: these tunnels and league fits Come on because now? of mommy and daddy checks. Now. That's five hundred dollar handshakes going on. More, where the hell? Do probably five hundred thousand.
0: Some of these kids are are showing up in in, in the Rain nicest Rovers, cars, right? Like where are
1: you getting busted that? down rolies?
0: Come on, where are you getting that? Those are those are booster checks going to do their job. So it's kind of like the NCA may feel like they're getting. They're getting a raw deal because they're like, bro, you know we can't pay you. You know we we're not
1: gonna change this rule, but we know you're getting paid. Like we know there's some deals. Or we'll get you stuff that don't. That's not necessarily hard cash, but you get you stuff that you can pay with cash. Exactly. So what do you want? I will go buy it for you.
0: Right, and you can use it. You can borrow it. You can borrow. it. (laughs) Right. There's workarounds, but it's it's interesting. That whole thing—it's a whole world of its own with the NCAA, specifically with college football. But we got to see it, not to tangent off of that, but in, even in the high school ranks. Remember, yeah. we went to that uh, game. It was We're
1: Colin Sexton.
0: Colin Sexton versus Trayvon Duval. Trayvon Duval. And I remember, not saying that they got paid in the hallway, but I know. Oh yeah. Some, I mean, the come on, man, putting bets on their heads. We saw. Um, who was it? Was it Bruce Pearl? From Auburn,
1: John Calapari, and then was there. John
0: Calapari, like fraternizing with those guys, sitting. Court Roy side. Williams was there, Lou Williams, there? Roy. Oh, Roy Williams from UNC, yeah. And, and then when they're roaming up in the hallways, you can see them talking to those guys. You don't think any money, any cash, a
1: recruiting pitch,
0: you don't think any cash
1: went from hand to hand? Yeah, it happens all the time in, in and, amateur sports, and it's funny because that's actually what's going on right now with um, Sharif Cooper. Really? Yeah, that's why he's not playing right now. They mm. they have a stipulation that the AD, um, that's the reason Isaac Accord and Sharif went to Auburn. They said the AD had some type of um, transaction as far as mm. you know um, bribing them. Whoa! Um, to come, but what that's just like man? Just that's news on the streets. I don't you know. I don't I, you know. Don't hold it to me, but that's. That's what's being said. Why Sharif Cooper not playing? Sharif
0: is went. Oh, okay, okay. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of someone else um, altogether. So wh- What's the, the? He can't play at all. He's not playing right now.
1: So free Sharif Cooper, man. That wow. boy. That boy needs to be on the court for Auburn. Um, whatever is going on, I hope they figure it out soon because that's talent that's not supposed to be sitting on nobody's bench.
0: Hey, James Wiseman paid, played two or three games and he still went. Top pick, so I think Sharif
1: Cooper would be fine. Well, I mean, we'll see. But, you know, when you're not in the starlight and you're not in front of that camera, people tend to forget about you very yeah. fast. Things yeah. change fast. You and you also get somebody out. else a chance to get some light, which can boost their draft stop. Because don't care how nice you are, you have to perform in order to be a top top pick.
0: At least one game. They got to at least see who He's not
1: practicing with these guys, man. He can't even practice with them, which is nice. very, very, very – it sucks. It's, it's, it's a bad sight to see um, because this is a hard-working dude, man. You know, he deserves everything he got. So whatever's going on, I hope they really do work it out. But free that, man. Free Sharif Cooper.
0: Yeah, we need to see some good basketball. You definitely
1: see him on the court soon. But that's all we got for you guys today. Um, let us know what you think. College football playoffs is right around the corner. Selection Sunday, next Sunday. Yes, Selection Sunday. Who do you think is going to win the Heisman? Who do you think is going to win the national championship? And we'll see you guys next week.
0: All right, Cash Crew. Till next time. This episode is brought to you in part by Sneaker Broker. Do you have a favorite sneaker that you've been waiting on, but it's sold out everywhere, including online? Shop with Sneaker Broker, a premium sneaker dealer based in Atlanta. They'll take care of you and try to find you whatever you need. Find out more by visiting their Instagram at SNKR underscore broker. That is at SNKR underscore broker to find out more. What's up, Cash Crew? This is KD. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. Be sure to find us on social media at sports underscore cash underscore. And if you haven't already, subscribe to us on YouTube at sports cash podcast. And don't forget to hit that notification bell.